Dudes on a Sunday. We're back. We got Sonny. Yep. And we got Frank. I prefer Frankie. I know. So, so Frank is sounding a little weird because we're probably on like what day twenty eight on this quarantine that yeah. everyone went through. Mm-hmm. Sonny looks like he could fight everybody for <laughs> some Clorox wipes. Frank is looking like he needs some haircut. Yep. And I'm thinking. So yeah, it's been fun. Uh, how about we start this with some news, guys? Yeah. Sonny, uh, you got yes. something for us? Uh, yes, I do. So uh, I, I believe um, I believe we were playing COD like two, three weeks ago, and Manny brought up that uh, there was rumors that uh, Sam Raimi was going to possibly d- direct the new Doctor uh, Strange film. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna read this uh, this uh, article real, real quick. That pretty much uh, pretty much Sam Raimi just uh, uh, offhandedly going, "Yep, I'm gonna do it." Mm-hmm. Uh, so it reads, oh, uh, "I loved Doctor Strange as a kid, uh, but he he was always after Spider-Man and Batman for me. He was oh yeah, he was probably at number five for me of a great comic book characters. He was also uh, he was also he was so original. But when he had that moment in Spider-Man two. I had no idea that that we would ever be making a Doctor Strange movie, so it was really funny for me. Uh, for me, to, uh, it was funny to me that uh, uh, conceptually that line was in the movie. I gotta say, I wish we had the foresight to know that I was going to be involved in this project. Uh, that's and, 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 and these are his own words. These aren't taken um, from someone else or anything like that. It was during yeah. an, an interview for I think his new series on Quigby or QB or. Whatever oh, it's yeah. called. That's right. It's yeah. Or something. It's the yeah, like so. five minute movie app Ten or minute. series app, something like that, right? Yeah. So um, I am. I've, now, this is probably one of my most anticipated movies in general, not just for Marvel, <laughs> but in general. Sam Raimi is uh, one of my favorite directors of all time. And definitely yeah, the reason why I've always wanted to like make a movie and be a director as, as a kid, uh, especially after seeing the Evil Dead. So, yeah, uh, I, I mean, he's like the most I'm average excited. guy you can get with like no money at all. He so was good on Chef. It's very. Um, <laughs> he seems so like <laughs> laid back and chill on Chef. Yeah, he was. Yeah, this was pretty cool, too, because I read the article, too, is that it came out of nowhere. Like, like, yeah, they were asking a question and all of a sudden, bam. Like, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> did you just confirm it? Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's cool that he brings up the whole Spider-Man two thing because mm-hmm, he talks yeah. about Doctor Octopus and then Doctor Strange and we were like oh, when we were younger on that and then it's kind of yeah. cool especially because he's he's known for like Evil Dead and stuff like that and this is supposed to be more of a horror, yeah. horror movie uh, yes I think that's gonna be pretty pretty cool too it is one mm-hmm. of my I'm I'm actually sitting here watching um, Far From Home because we were just waiting for this to get started. And just the music alone, I'm missing these Marvel movies, man. Yeah. Like I could, I could watch every single one. I don't think I'll get tired of them. As long as they're good, I won't get tired of them. Yeah. Uh, That's fair. Well, this one, yeah, definitely anticipated, and he's gonna bring <laughs> something interesting, especially if there's horror, like you're saying. He's gonna bring his trademark stuff to it, so I think we'll we'll dig it. This, this is gonna tie into Wanda Vision too. Um, like I can't wait for those movies or those shows either. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah. Anything else on that, so much speculation. 
nothing else on that. It's just uh, now, besides uh, Thor 4, this is definitely probably, the for me, the, one of the most anticipated Marvel things coming out. Um, uh, to go off of what you guys are saying, again, if, if, if they allow him to be himself and he kind of brings that practical effects and the, the camera angles and, and the way he, he likes to shoot, mm-hmm. this thing would be really great. So. I think I think yeah. uh, we could trust Marvel with letting Sam Raimi run things. Sonny, what do you got? Or Sonny, I'm sorry, Frank, what do you got? <laughs> right, so, so, um, so the there is a piece of news I want to share, and we don't know if it's 100% confirmed, but there is rumors that Nintendo is planning something big for Mario's 35th anniversary, and that is this year, I believe, in June. But since there's no E3, they might just do like a Nintendo Direct, which is their online streaming um, channel where they give you news and games that are coming out. And they're they're saying that they're going to release at least three games for the anniversary. It might not happen right away, but at least they will announce it for the Switch. Um, and the ones that are rumored right now is Mario 64, Mario Galaxy, and Sunshine. I'm actually excited for Sunshine. Yeah, I never played it. I remember you brought it up like randomly throughout the time I've known you. So you must have liked that one back when you I played did. it. I grew up. That was like the like 64. I grew up with too, but Mario Sunshine was the one that I saw the advertisements for, and yeah, I remember it came on like the summertime and all that. It was cool. It was but challenging hope, when it was out. I just hope they don't go. They want 60 bucks a pop like that. I think it's just too much, in my opinion. But they do have the power to do so because you know, people will pay it. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, think I will. I don't think I'll pick those not up. Not that much, no. Um, 64 no, maybe to get Ellie into it. Maybe, but, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I guess. I played 64. For, like, for sure. That would be like three different systems now. I played um, Mario 64. <laughs> yeah, 64 no. on DS and then it would be on Switch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um. I got something. I actually got two pieces of news. I'm the newsman today. Uh, one piece of news came out on the 16th, which what was it yesterday? Um, yeah. And it was talking about PS5. Oh, I finished God of War before I get into this. I finished God oh, yeah. of War. I will be getting a PS5 now. That is the number <laughs> one system that I'm probably looking at. But anyway, yeah. uh, we'll go into that later. Uh, but yeah, Bit is saying that it's going to be limited in the first year um, because of everything that's going on and also the price. And mm. when I saw price, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, so no. it's rumored that it's going to be about 500 to 550 um, And because yeah. of that, they are going to have lower, um, lower product at lunch. So mm. I don't know if for you guys, but for me, when a new piece of technology comes out and I kind of want it, if it's harder to get, I want it even more. Yeah. yeah I need to cook it everywhere. I'll wait outside. <laughs> thing, the yeah, whole man. night. But, um, um, it's going to be out of my range. For 5 550 I just wait till my PS4 dies, honestly. Well, but if you trade it in? You trade in your PS4. I, I've been doing that every console generation. I always regret it because I always want to go back and play something that was really good. So... I. And then, plus, I could put my PS4 in another room and keep it. So, I don't think I would trade it. Mm. Well, I, I used to always trade my consoles. Like, every single time I would trade the console. And, I don't know. I just, I don't I don't really need to at this point. I could just buy it if I want it. What about you, Sonny? What do you think about the 500 to 550 price tag? Uh, 
I'm out at that price. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I never really bought a console like day one because usually the, the launch games are not that great. They don't have too many options. So it, it's nice that they have the, the brand new system. But I, I usually wait until there's a couple good games that come out so I, I can like stockpile like two, two, three games. So if you could get Call of Duty at launch and I don't know, let's say there's a good RPG, would you get it? No. Uh, again, once this quarantine is over, I'm not gonna have enough time to play uh, uh, um, any multiplayer games like I have now. So it, it would have to be like an RPG, an open world, some kind of fighting game, just to get me interested in actually buying it. Because I, I when did you get your PS4? Like two, three years into it, I think. Yeah, two or three years into it. Um, yeah. Because at that point, I was still playing my. 360 a lot and i mean uh and mm-hmm. even when I, even when i bought my place PlayStation 4 i pretty much was just playing that um more than my ps4 now it's it, yeah it, it, now it's flopped but uh yeah i mean i i'm trying to think of the last time i actually bought a console day one and it's probably the game boy way back <laughs> in the day <laughs> yeah yeah no that's cool man and, i mean this one plus, I, I actually have been I buying them that first day one but i think i'm gonna wait this time yeah, I, I, we'll see how it goes, man, because that's just a rumor. Like, 500 like, I don't know if they could do that price. Like, we'll see what you. Xbox comes out with, but, I mean, last year the, the console was 400 Like, why is this one 500 Because of, what is it called, DualSense Shock or whatever it's called? Yeah, I mean, I guess they're putting a lot of horsepower into it, and they're trying to but innovate. Even, so then what, how is the Xbox... X or what is what what it's called the Xbox Series, Series X, X or whatever. Like mm-hmm. how much is that gonna be then? Six hundred because that's a lot more powerful than this PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So, They're waiting. Honestly, they don't want to announce their price. They might yeah, try to might. match it or lowball maybe. I I would think too. Sony has a little bit better games than uh, than Xbox too, so they have that to compete with. Uh, okay, next thing I got is um, it just came out today that I saw. Uh, it's uh, Disney is going to be announcing uh, or they already announced special $5 pricing on digital movie sales so Frank and I are pretty big on digital movies uh, that's mainly our collection now Sonny still likes yeah. the Blu-ray I love it <laughs> so when I always give Sonny the Blu-ray uh, but some cool ones so it's going to be April 14th to 20th, like there's certain um, dates that they'll have movies. So mm-hmm. basically, this is going to be going on from four, uh, April 14th all the way to May 25th. And there's like different categories. Like one of the categories is going to be, um, I'll name them all, uh, Feel Good Movies, Earth Day with Disney Nature, Family Fun Flicks, May, May the 4th, mm-hmm. oh. uh, Game Changers action movies and princess collection so this is gonna not only be disney movies but of course they bought fox and and mm-hmm. all that so they'll have a little bit of everything oh, okay. so like like feel good movies bohemian rhapsody is going to be in there uh pretty woman um napoleon dynamite i don't know they own all that <laughs> yeah now they, they basically own everything yeah, that's more. why sonny hates them uh earth day so those earth day oh. nature flicks uh family fun mrs doubtfire is gonna be five bucks i don't know if that's been five bucks already but 
I'll is the sale like everywhere that like all the digital shops or is it like on a specific I, place I, you gotta buy it no i i think it's gonna be all the digital shops that's normally mm-hmm. when i see something for five bucks i look on apple and it's there for five bucks yeah and then may the 4th is what caught my eye because i haven't bought a lot of the well i bought the newest star wars movies on digital and yeah. when avengers came out which i don't see any marvel movies here uh, but when uh, avengers came out Endgame. I wanted to buy all the movies and and or in on digital and just watch them throughout the day. I successfully got it. I did a little bit of hustling. I didn't pay more than maybe ten bucks for a movie, which was pretty cool. Uh, but on April twenty eighth yeah. to May fourth, uh, you're gonna have all the Star Wars movies. And it even says here the Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga bundle, which is kind of interesting. Now it also says starting at four ninety nine. So those oh, okay. maybe like 10 bucks yeah maybe they'll be five bucks if they're five bucks i'm gonna buy the last three that i need which is the three original ones okay uh, and then game changers like rookie of the year it's like a lot of this stuff you could probably find on disney plus um yeah. that's gonna be pretty cool that you could get these pretty cheap especially like the actual disney movies um uh, they're gonna have those on sale again probably like 10 bucks but yeah than what you could get them for too but do the sales like rotate or is it the same sales for that whole period of time no they rotate like so may uh, so like i said may the 4th which is yeah. a star wars sale that's going on to the 28th to may 4th oh, and then okay. the 4th or may 5th to the 11th there's a new kind of bundle of movies that you can buy okay i'm gonna check it out mm-hmm. you never know there might be something in there that you might like yeah, um, even if it's just one, five bucks, yeah. not bad. That's so I think that's, I think that's all the news. All right, all right, cool. Yep, I think so. Let's go into our nerd out. Uh, all right, I'll cool. start first because mines are basically the same thing as last week. Um, been catching up on Clone Wars. It's getting even better. Um, yeah. Frank, you actually brought up that you you were rewatching some episodes and you noticed a lot of filler in them. In yeah, it was um, I was originally long time and then when disney plus came out i caught up all the way to the beginning of season five and then this past week i burned through season five entirely um and i think that was really long it's like 21 episodes um and i did notice there was some good stretches of filler like there's like these really really obscure side characters and you know maybe obi-wan will show up for like two sentences and then he goes away for like the next three episodes so it's like you know there's a couple moments throughout those side stories that are okay they're not bad or anything but they're definitely filler and like it it balloons the season from like a really solid 13 to 20 or 21 and um thing for me i I don't feel any of that filler like i'm like watching order yeah, like the episodes I watch with the like the uh, like the monster one and the zombie one, I guess you could count those as filler, but they kind of go. The monster one doesn't really go with anything that's going on. That's just like a two episode arc. Um, yeah. I could see that feels like a filler, but this one I can't even tell you what season I'm on right now because it doesn't follow it like that. But yeah. I don't feel it at all, and it's pretty good. And it has some range. I found out the Clone Wars. Like, yeah, I was telling Sunny because he likes all those monster stuff um, and horror stuff. There is like. A kind of monster element, like Godzilla, Hong Kong, another one of like uh, zombies and and like a horror kind of flick, uh, horror kind of feel to it, which is kind yeah. of cool. Um, 
Hey, does that viewing order, does that make you skip any episodes, or does it eventually make you watch all of them? I think it it, it makes me watch all of them. Oh, okay. I don't think I skip any of them. I, I'll oh. find out when I'm done with it, but I don't think it's going to make me skip any of them. With it. Yeah. Um, I think the, the new episode just came out today. I think um, episode nine or something. They're almost done, actually, right now with the new season, but I'm not caught up yet. I just started yeah. uh, season six. I'm not caught up at all. And bringing that up, I forgot one piece of news, is that Star Wars Episode One Racer is coming out on PS4 and the Nintendo Switch on May 12th. And that's going to be yeah. like 15 bucks. So that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and they've been releasing the Jedi Knight games as well. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I don't know if I could go back and play <laughs> it, but I remember it was cool having a lightsaber. And I think one of them, you could cut them off, cut off like a limb or something on a, on a Stormtrooper. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I'm nerding out on is God of War. I finally beat it. Um, and oh my God, Sonny, you have no idea what you're missing. Dude, it is good. No idea. Holy crap. That was great. Top two game PS4 for me, man. That's so good. Is it it Red Dead in that one? Yeah. Red Dead's before God of War for me. Uh, Just barely, just barely, man. What's but third? Dead, third? I don't know. Maybe Spider-Man. But I'm not sure. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about Last of Us. Oh, yeah? Last of Us can't fall down, fall down that much. Well, no. That was a PS3 game. I mean, they remastered it for PS4. So I, oh, yeah, I don't know if I count. Yeah, forgot for that. Okay, I guess you can. I guess yeah. you can. But, man, this is so good. There, it is so I, good. I talk about it anymore because, I mean, I can because it only was two years ago. Yeah. Like, Sonny, when are you going to play this game? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do want to play it soon. Um, oh my God! If there was ever a game that's for you, this is it. This is good. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> I, I just have to like sit down and like have time because like um, like there's certain movies that I want to see, but they're in subtitles and I can't be doing anything. I have to focus on that. So yeah. when I'm playing a game, I have to focus on that game. I can't you know I can't multitask or Oh, I'll, I'll listen to a podcast while I play the playing playing this game. So I need to have like full attention on it. <laughs> this game will probably be any movie you want to see. I think so. This game yeah, will be any movie you want to see because if it took you that long to watch the movie that you want to see right now, this game is ten times better than that movie. I guarantee it. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Guarantee. for guarantee. I think you can find it for like fifteen bucks right now. That game, twenty bucks or something. He has my copy. Oh, man. I gave it to you for copy. five bucks. Oh yeah, that's right. And he's got no barrier. He's got no barrier to entry, man. <laughs> he wants hey, to. Uh, he wants to multitask. <laughs> so you gave me shit for not playing, but this guy played it and didn't play for two years, and all, and never once. Hey man, you should play, you fucker. Well, I, because I played it. And oh, I, because I was done with it. Five minutes of it. I already played. I already beat it. My attention wasn't on it, but now it is. <laughs> and I picked it up again, and I beat it within like five days, seven days. So, ha! And that's all. Well, I mean, you don't yeah, have to you burn, burn through it. Man. You could just you could run through it for the main thing. You'll get everything. I think you you're gonna you're gonna want to. That's how good it is that you actually want to do the side stuff. Like I usually don't. I, I start skipping that stuff after a while, but this time yeah, I just couldn't. I kept doing everything. Like time. To, I, like, almost, I almost stopped playing the game when. So there's Valkyries that you have to beat just for, like, extra stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. And it, this one night, um, I probably played it for, like, two or three hours. 
trying to beat this damn Valkyrie. And I would get it <laughs> to the sliver, the sliver of beating yeah. it. And all of a sudden, it would unleash hell on me, and I would die. And i probably play that for like two or three hours just trying to beat her. And I almost did not come back to the game because I that was just it the so uh, was it the main one or the um, one of the just regular it Valkyries? The, it was one of the Valkyries, yeah. Because you yeah, beat the first the one problem. and then you got to beat three of them. It was really and then hard. I find out you can't beat them. Like the game doesn't expect you to beat them within the game. It expects you to beat it after you finish the game and you start leveling up your armor even more and stuff like that. So oh really? I didn't know. I felt that. I felt a little bit better, but um, yeah, that's yeah. my nerd out. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I love that game. Sonny, let us What's know when good? you start. <laughs> like, start tonight. <laughs> Please do. Thanks. It's so good. You'll enjoy it. Sonny, nerd out? Uh, so, uh, my nerd out, I've been getting back into the uh, mixed martial arts world, the UFC stuff. And I, um, I've been watching a lot of uh, videos from my, uh, a YouTube channel called MMA on Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do a lot of, like, top 10 lists and a lot of um, behind the scenes stuff or like stuff you didn't know about certain fights or certain fighters. And um, yeah, I, I realized that I've missed a lot since like early to mid two thousands where like, yeah, Chuck Liddell, you had he's yet Rashad Evans, you had all these great fighters and I stopped watching for a long time and realized I missed a lot, but yeah, um, I've gone back and watched some fights. I, I saw the Connor, uh, Connor, McGregor versus um, Cowboy fight, I think it was like oh, yeah. two months ago, three months ago. That was cool to to, to watch again. Um, so yeah, yeah um, and 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 uh, and on the, on that uh, channel MMA on point, they have a lot of like stuff from from history. So just to like like again, when we were younger, we were big into the WWF, and back then, yeah. to me, Ken Shamrock was just a, a guy, you know. But come to find out, he's like the pillar of like. UFC, like he built yeah. one of the first, um, mm-hmm. one of the first gyms that they focus on mixed martial arts, and he was a big reason why they were able to actually get big buys and big views, and that, and it, he helped kind of uh, build what, what what UFC is now. So it's cool to go back and watch all the old stuff and watch uh, the historic moments and top ten lists, and uh, it, cool, it reminds me, it, it reminds me why I started to watch it back in the days. Yeah. It, it, uh, again, just like um, just like any sport, there's a lot of normal, uh, um, you know, boring stuff. But when the stuff is great, it's fantastic to, to just oh, yeah, sit man. and watch it. So, yeah, for sure, I'm gonna check out the channel. Um, I I use YouTube a lot, so if I just throw it in there and there's a random video that's exciting, that'd be good. I did watch that cowboy fight as well, and that was good. Um, I used to be into it when it was Ultimate Fighter, and like uh, yeah. that the show and that's when i was I so, that's my like generation kind of like you like you you and me had the same kind of era and then we dropped off for a while yeah so pretty interesting but that's that's my nerd out for this week cool you could have been playing call or god of war while watching the videos all i'm saying it's just those are old fights too you know whatever <laughs> uh frank what's yours yeah i got two i got a movie and a game Movie, Ip Man 4. You guys, I believe, have watched all three Ip Man, and you like them, I think. I have seen all four, and I like them all. Yeah, so Ip Man 4 is a good wrap-up. There's some emotional stuff towards the end. Uh, The story, I thought, was pretty good in terms of bringing you into the history of what he went through again. 
So like in Ip Man 1, they definitely went through that a lot with, you know, the war that was happening in his city and everything that he went through. Um, um, there's more of that here. And then I would say it's better than three, maybe on par with two, but not as good as one. Um, and then there's some interesting Bruce Lee stuff. There's some good fights. The cinematography all looks very beautiful. The music, as usual, is really good. So if you enjoyed the other three, I'd watch this, but I wouldn't watch it without watching the other ones. The third one was the weakest, right? I think so. Is it still the weakest? Yeah, it still is. It still uh, is. I kind of put three and four. So the way I see it is the, the first one is a instant classic. It's... Mm-hmm. G- you can't beat it from story and emotion wise and fighting and all the fight scenes. It's the top notch. Part, uh, the, the part two is really good. Still, it's a good sequel. Uh, three and four, they're they're good. They're not they're not great. They're but but they're good to like if it's like a lazy Sunday and you want to watch some like, want to mm-hmm. watch an action movie. Three and four fill that spot really well. And if you watch the the, the whole series, it, it does give you something extra. So sure, yeah. No, I recommend watching it though. It was it was worth it. And then. I like the ending and everything, so it's good. There's some good um, fight scenes in there. There are some good ones. There's a, a good Bruce Lee one that I thought was pretty good, actually. Yeah. I don't want to give too much, but that was, that was it. Um, and, yeah, so anyway, my other thing that I'm doing is um, the Final Fantasy VII remake on PS4. I have not played one Final Fantasy game. I only played Tactics. Me and Sonny used to play Tactics, which is kind of like turn-based strategy. Yes. Um, but we never played any, got into any of the Final Fantasy games. I never played Seven originally. I just wasn't my style because it was turn-based and it was, it was uh, just not something that I wanted to play. But this one, I played the demo and I really got into it. Um, the story is really good. If you're into like just anime shows and stuff like that, it kind of has that vibe because of the way they talk and the way they express their emotions. Um, but the graphics are, are really good. Um, gameplay is really improved. I mean, it's not no longer turn-based. It's an action game now. Mm. So you can definitely still, like, pause and strategize. Like, you could command your, your followers to do attacks, um, and you could plan your next moves and stuff like that. But it's all very action-oriented, um, and there's a demo out there, so if you want to try it out. But so far, up to Chapter 3, I'm liking it, and it's got extremely high ratings, um, so far, so if you're just even a little bit interested, maybe watch a trailer, try the demo. But uh, so far, I'm liking it. But it's a pretty long game, so I'll let you guys know, maybe like in a month, how how it's going. But so far, I'm you, liking it. You, you paid sixty bucks for it? Yeah, I did. Digit, digital wow. or physical? I did digital. Oh, so this is a keeper. Yeah, I just, yeah, I didn't want to deal with the physical, and I did like the demo a lot, and I heard so much good stuff about it, and it Okay. I'll let you know. Um, so, if there's nothing else, I guess we got to go in our topic now. Yeah. Yes. So, um, Manny, what is our topic for this week? So... We kind of brought it up in the last episode. Um, but just to kind of get in the swing of things, talking about things and talking about comparing, contrast, uh, everything that we normally talk about in our normal lives. Um, let's talk about our 2019 movie list. 
um, because that has probably changed. We've caught up on some movies that we wanted to see, um, and our change our list has completely changed probably since what we had it before. Um, yeah. Anyone want to go first with their list? Um, do you so want to how... do like ten, nine, eight, and everybody just give their number ten and stuff like that? Yeah, I think we could go that way. All right, cool. All right. What's your ten, Sonny? Uh, uh, my 10, uh, it was actually a toss up. I, I, I literally took a coin, flipped and see which one would be in 10. So my number 10 is Hustlers. Did your other movie make it? No, I did not. On the list? What was the other movie? Knives Out. Okay. Knives Out. Yeah, that was, um, that was uh, in the brink of being top ten, but uh, I'm our, our number ten. But uh, like I said, I literally took a coin in it and did head and tails. Hustlers is my number ten for 2019. Um, what made it on the list? Because I thought there was a lot of good stuff last year. So what what pushed it to to at least make it to the top ten? I had trouble cutting stuff actually. Honestly, it was just it, it was entertaining and fun to watch. And to me, I do when it comes to certain movies, I value that over uh, a lot of other things sometimes and this was just it, it kept my attention um it was shot very well it looked good um uh the the, the pacing was pretty well uh it, again uh, the, the the reason why it's not higher is because it, it, it's a pretty standard movie uh, of this type uh the way it's shot and and storytelling but mm-hmm. it was just fun to watch and um i can i can see myself like buying it buying it and Watching it whenever I'm bored, or if I have like you know, if I'm like, eh, I don't want to watch anything new, so I'll, I'll go watch what I have. Yeah. So that's uh, Manny ten. Well, I was gonna say uh, Hustlers. Yeah, Violet wanted to go see that movie, so she dragged me to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big J Lo fan, but she told yeah, me I that it, it took so little, or I mean, to make that movie was so quick and all that. So mm-hmm. um, it actually came out pretty good while it was. They didn't take long to film it. Um, but, yeah, it was good. I think it was really good, too. It was on my list before. It is no longer on my list. I haven't um, seen Knives it yet. Out. Knives Out did not make my list. That was a huge, uh, like, the hype behind that movie when it was coming out yeah. and everyone liking it. Yeah, no, I don't like it. Mm, uh, my number 10 is Ready or Not. Um, oh, this is one movie, of the man. movies... Yeah, it's one of the movies I didn't see in the theater. I thought it was going to be kind of one of those cheesy movies. Um, mm-hmm. But it was actually kind of cool. It was it yeah. was fun. It was refreshing. Um, it was kind of what I thought it was going to be. But still in its own way. Um, it was kind of, it was really gory, but it didn't take itself serious, which I really liked that in a horror movie. Um, yeah. yeah, so Ready or Not was one of my favorite movies of 2019. Yours, Frank? Yeah, it was good, man. I like that movie, too. Um, 10, Alita, Battle Angel. Um, I always thought the art was cool. I always saw it growing up, but I never actually read the manga. But um, I did like the movie a lot. The effects were really good. And it is a little weird looking at times, but overall, um, I thought it was a really fun movie, just like you guys going with the fun theme. Um, so I just really enjoyed it. It was made my top 10. Nice. I, uh, Violet was watching that in the background. I kind of watched like the end of it and I thought the animation was pretty cool. I didn't watch yeah. the whole thing. Um, never caught my attention sure. kind of thing, but it, yeah. it, looked, it looked cool. It looked cool. And the yeah. animation was on point. For sure. It's not really animation. I guess you could say the CGI. 
Yeah, similar. All right, Sonny, number nine. Uh, my number nine, Ready or Not. Um, for me, this okay. this movie was it was fun. Um, to go off of what, what, what to, to piggyback off what Manny was saying, it, it, it's a fun movie. Uh, the gore to me is was done really well. Um, yeah. I, I the the one thing I will say is I it, it didn't take itself it took itself serious enough where you bought mm. into it without thinking this is stupid. And, and the characters yeah. were like, hey, look, <laughs> we're in a horror movie. Um, it, it, it took itself just serious enough where <laughs> when, when something stupid happens and ridiculous, you laugh. But at the same time, they like, oh, <laughs> shit, this is weird, but it's, it's fucked up. Um, yeah. And, and uh, every year I, I usually try to make room uh, on my list pretty low on, on every list of having like a like a B type of horror movie or like kind of like a B action movie on there. And this for me mm-hmm. is. So that's that's my number nine. Awesome, right. man. Uh, my number nine is probably well, it is because I already made this list. Is the Irishman? Um, that three-hour-long movie. I watched it from beginning to end. I didn't do any cuts or anything like that. <laughs> um, yes. It was good, man. Like uh, when first watching it, I was kind of like, oh, man, I finally got a Scorsese movie that. Um, I can love again, and uh, mm-hmm. it was fun, man. It was fun of seeing um, Al Pacino on the screen with De Niro. And Pesci came back after retirement. Pesci back. Uh, the anim- the kind of like the the aging stuff. You could kind of tell a little too much, which yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's a movie. If they have the technology, great. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like the whole thing where they had their own take on what happened to the Hoff and all that so yeah um so yeah that's number nine for me cool yeah i did like that one too but it didn't make my list but i did enjoy it um number nine for me uncut gems i did enjoy it i i've appreciated the safety brothers the movies that they've done uh, good time was very good it really turned me around on yes. pattinson and then it turned me on the directors themselves the movie itself is, is extremely good. I mean, you, you just, even though he's making stupid decisions, it's still stressful and you still feel like you're in it. So I did really enjoy the movie a lot. That is on my list too, but it's later on. All right. I think Sunny Sunny's eight. Okay, so uh, before I get to eight, <laughs> I, I just want to touch on 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 Congens and and uh, the, the 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 Irishman. Uh, the the Irishman was. Uh, originally on my top ten list, and it, it was actually bumped off. Um, okay. I did enjoy it. Uh, it's way too damn long. Um, I think <laughs> parts of it was uh, I won't say unnecessary, but it was just too damn long. And that's kind of what uh, uh, Martin Lucasetti does, especially as yeah. he gets older, makes these movies really extremely long. Like uh, Wolf of Wall Street, I love that movie like with all my heart, but it just drags on at a certain point. Um, Uncut <laughs> Gems, I. I think the way you guys felt about Knives Out is the way I felt about uh, Uncut Gems. Um, I I heard a lot of good things about it, and I was excited to watch it because I'm like, oh, Adam Sandler actually acting again. And I watched it, and I was was annoyed. Like, I I kept looking at the clock like, Hmm. shit, there's another hour left. Fuck, there's another 20 minutes left. That's weird. I honestly, it was annoying to me. This, it was, the, the, the dialogue is just, let's scream and yell as loud as we can about nothing and stupid shit for like an hour and a half. 
and <laughs> the character I hated almost every character in there. I like there's one thing to have a character that you love to hate and you want to see them either fail or win, but you want to see them go through something. I didn't care about Adam Sandler in this movie. I thought he got what hmm. he deserved, everything. I just I'm like uh, no, I, I will too. say I so liked it. I, I will yeah, say the, the 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 soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, uh, I did I did like the ending, um, but yeah, yeah, I I, 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 I I think the hype kind of like killed it for me. Maybe. Uh, I want to see what you think if you see it again, like in two years. I want to see what you think at that point. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, I could see somebody hating it. I don't know. I mean, it kind of depends. Yeah, I, I don't know, man, because it. it <laughs> It it grabbed me, and then it didn't let go. Like all his stupid decisions that he was making in that movie, I couldn't believe it. But that that's what kind of got me in the on the edge because I want to see how he got out of things and and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean I the the kind of like some of the gambling goes over my head where it's like, what is this guy doing? Like, does he know what he's doing? Like, like you know that kind of stuff. So I thought it was interesting because it shows you a world that I don't I was not familiar with myself. So sure. That's Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, my number eight, the lead of Battle Angel. Um, <clears throat> again, just again, uh, won't spend too much time on this since uh, Frank Frank brought it up, and I pretty much agree everything he says. It, it, it's fun. Uh, I was really surprised in how uh, how much I was actually like uh, engrossed in the actual story and the characters. Uh, I, uh, I I thought the action was well done and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was really surprised by this movie. I'll, I'll just say it because uh, I had no expectations for it. I thought it was going to be another terrible movie, but I was really surprised with it. Yeah, for sure. So, that's so my for number me, eight. number eight to number one, like it could still change for me. I yeah. think it's kind of set for me. But these are where the movies really meant something for me this this year. Um, yeah. So my number eight is Spider Man Far From Home. Probably for me one of the best Spider-Man movies to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe for me the best one, even over Spider-Verse because Spider-Verse I think it's something else. That's not a Peter Parker story really. That's a Miles Morales story. Um, yeah. But this one I even have it going on in the background right now. Uh, <laughs> I uh, it's one of my favorites because it brought back, it brought in uh, Mysterio, which yeah. is a classic one, and we're actually now fi- finally starting to see the Rogues gallery of spider-man in marvel yeah. universe which is awesome uh that whole scene with uh that that kind of I, I guess you could say that dream scene with yeah. uh, with uh mysterio and spider-man that oh, almost yeah. kind of reminisced uh scarecrow uh, mm-hmm. level in arkham arkham asylum which was yeah, phenomenal. I, I still remember in arkham asylum i thought my xbox froze on me and i had to start over again and all of a sudden it started on a whole new scene so um that is by far one of my favorites top two comic book movie eh, not maybe not top two top three comic book movies of the year for me but that held that holds a special place in my heart yeah man that was my number eight too and um i just like what they did with the story where they said um like peter just went through so much and he really just doesn't feel like being spider-man right now he just wants to get his girl and go on with his life and but he's still being dragged into the whole avenger stuff and all the fallout so I thought it was interesting. Um, Mysterio was so well done. I mean, I just never thought he would be that good. So, yeah. um, number eight, man, I really enjoyed the movie. Good. Uh, seven, seven. Uh, so my number seven is going to be The Highwayman. Um, 
I like this I, one. I love history. Um, if if anyone knows me, I'm, I like I love like you know looking at history and stuff like that. And one of my favorite eras is like the boot uh, the bootlegging era slash bank heist era. And yeah. this was it, it was cool because we, we we always see it from the side of Bonnie and Clyde. We never see it from the side of the people who actually had to go out and capture them. And uh, it wasn't romanticized in this film like that. Like they felt like shit when when they had to actually pull pull the trigger. It was it was nice to see this uh this um I don't want to say ideology, but it's this uh, idea of getting old but still ha- but still ha- having to find a way to actually overcome all the things you have to do to get a job done. Yeah. And, and and it was cool of seeing how of how the youth of that time idolized these these killers and mm-hmm. and bank robbers and you, you have these, these lawmen they're like listen the way I grew up I could have gone either way but I decided to choose this side and it's just weird that they they get shit on for doing their job and yeah. it's and and uh to me I thought it was shot very well the uh, like um yeah, besides besides the, besides the movie being very fun or with good dialogue i appreciate camera angles cinematography like that stuff ca- catches me and like when i can see that in a movie and i appreciate it so this kind of had rang uh kind of like it, it hit all, all the um the marks for me that make a really good movie and uh yeah uh, i i've seen it at least three times now uh, mm-hmm. I, I will probably watch it a couple more times so i really do uh I, I would say if you haven't checked it out or if you forgot about it it came out last year Give it another watch. It's a Netflix original. Um, Manny, did you watch this? I don't remember if you did. Mm, no, check it's it. on my list. I have not seen check it. Check it out if you get a chance. It's it's a good yeah, movie. Yeah, Harrison's in it. Costner's in it. Yeah. yeah I probably good, will. good guys in it. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven for me is Us. Probably one of mm-hmm. my most favorite horror movies of 2019. <laughs> I was anticipating it. Um, I can't. I couldn't wait for the movie to come out. And it didn't mm-hmm. disappoint. It was still kind of freaky to watch, even till now. Yeah, uh, it still holds up. And the whole like, like it was almost like an onion because it had so many layers that you could still kind of dissect. And what do you think this man? What do you think that man? Kind of thing. And even sure. kind of watching the commentary on it too. Just so much that he. Who does the commentary? It. Is it Peel? Get into it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you can out. find it here and there. Um, but it's, it's it's so cool, and that's. And I almost forgot about. I didn't. I I forgot that came out in 2019. Um, I'm glad I remember because yeah. I wanted that. To there was so much in 2019. There is um, a lot. The one the thing I miss is commentaries. I used to fall asleep watching commentary tracks, and I just don't do it anymore. But I used to really enjoy like my favorite movies and stuff, or something I wanted to learn more about. I I like the commentary. I watched it for the Joker too, um, because I mm. after like the third time watching that movie, and that was really good too. Nice. All right, I'm going to check that out. Seven for me was John Wick 3. Um, I was anticipating this more than probably I should have, <laughs> even oh, considering all the good stuff coming out. But um, I just I was expecting it to be more of a conclusion than it was. So it really uh, like brought the movie down for me. Even though it was really good, it, it, keeps, it keeps consistent with the other ones. So if you enjoy John Wick 1 and 2, Three is just as good, and maybe um, you know a lot of the choreography was great. Um, the dog stuff and the Halle Berry stuff—it really surprised me how good they were. I mean, they they pretty much you know were on par with with uh, Keanu himself. So it was a it was a great movie. I just 
the conclusion of it. I was expecting it to conclude, but it <laughs> just kind of keep going. So, rank um, the John I, Wick I, movies. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. Really? yeah me, pretty much in the order they came out. Yeah. I would probably say two, one, three. Yeah. Yeah. Two was definitely was really fun, man. I remember we watched it together and we just enjoyed the hell out of that movie. But yeah. one was such a blindside. That's why it 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 holds it up higher for me. One feels so much like a B movie because yeah. they use that Marilyn Manson song like five times <laughs> for three different yeah. scenes. Yeah. Um, so that's where it kind of holds it off for me. But number and plus watching a dog die again, I can't watch that. Oh, but uh, number number two is I think probably the best one so far. So far, especially yeah. in like that dark scene or the pencil scene or not the pencil, yes. the yes. the walking scene where they're kind of yes. shooting in the. I forgot about that right now. Yeah, Gavin was pretty good in that movie. He was damn good. Sonny, rank the John Wick movies. Uh, Two, three, and one. Two, three, and one. Whoa! Three? That's crazy. Three Three was good. Yeah. Yeah, A little weak. A little weak. I mean, mean, when you're coming off of two, yeah, I mean, it comes off weak, but I, 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 I do think two and three... Well, two really learns how to like pace itself and actually stretches oh, itself it out so because you don't lose it. Number one, I love note number one. It, it was a surprise. It was out of nowhere. But the, but the second half, it really starts to just like, just like, doesn't even like plateau. It just goes whoop. And then it comes up for a second and then it goes back down where it just it starts mm-hmm. to slog towards the end. But two, solid from, eight, uh, from start to beginning. Three is a little slow in the middle, but the first, the first part and then and, and the ending uh, of the movie is great. Yeah. I showed my father-in-law John Wick, and he liked it. He's kind of uh, <laughs> old. No, he's not really an old-school Hispanic. But uh, I think that's right up their alley. Those yeah, type of, type of like, yeah. So, <laughs> kind of like a cool moment. All right, Sunny. Wow. I think we're on six. Uh, yes. Uh, for me, number six is Booksmart. Um. Okay. And I guess the best guess, guess way to put it is it's like a female version of Superbad, I guess. Mm. Um, I enjoy it. Um, it was fun. It, it was actually more funny than I thought it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's, there's not much I can say that you haven't even heard of. Uh, you haven't heard of one of these movies of these coming of age stories, but um, it's good. Uh, there are certain tropes that they don't lean into like most most do like oh this is the popular girl who's gonna be uh, a whore when she leaves high school and this is the dumb jock who you know so, so on and so forth um i think it's funny with um how they handle certain situations and and how like real life stuff for for them is played out uh for laughs but you kind of see the genuine fear or happiness in their eyes and they're like oh this is now we're leaving high school and we're starting like a whole new part of our of our chapter and and, and it's scary and it's weird um i i and I, I think it just shot well uh the, the pacing was pretty good um but like i said i was I, like this came out of nowhere for, for me i remember seeing a trailer like a week before it came out uh me my me and my sister went to go see it and we were both really surprised so was it a uh, normal like wide release or was it kind of a uh, limited? I I think it was limited for the first week and then I think it went wide like two mm-hmm. weeks later. Yeah, I think I heard of it really briefly. Million yeah. In the box, so. All right, man. I might have to give it a shot. It sounds like it's pretty Check good. It out. 
Yeah. I think it's on Hulu. I'm checking that right now. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu? Yeah. yeah. So I'll watch that. I actually have Highwaymen on my have not seen. Oh, two. If you guys can think about it while we're talking, think uh, of your top three stinkers. Okay, yeah, that, I have so, yeah. those written down. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. My number six, and this is where it was really getting hard. Um, yeah. Avengers Endgame was my number six. <laughs> the reason yeah. why it's not higher is because I was trying to put my fanboyism down and make <laughs> this a little more less bias. Um, yeah. But like judge it based on film these, instead of fandom. Yeah. None of these movies made me feel what Avengers Endgame made me feel. Granted, it took, what, 24 movies, 22 movies <laughs> to get there. Yeah. Um, in like 11 years. In 11 yeah. years, like, yeah, it's still, like, they, they recently, someone brought up, uh, or someone showed, like, fan reaction while the scene was going on of, like, Captain America near mirror um, and all that. And that, was amazing or when he said avengers assemble for the first time and i got like yeah two, of course I got boost oh, bumps man. Uh, you that sounded one. like uh you sounded like bruce campbell there we're trying to say mjolnir you're like <laughs> 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 uh, avengers endgame is probably probably the best avenger movie out there or not the best yeah. avenger movie that's marvel movie out there and it does deserve even though it kind of had to do a re-release to get the number one spot. Um, it deserves the number one spot. And I'm actually thinking about, I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I think I'm going to rewatch them all again from uh, that list I had when Endgame came out. It's going to be a oh, year that everybody came out, Avengers Endgame, too. It's yeah. going to be pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. It's kind of crazy. A year before, man, we were like living life and can't wait for Avengers Endgame. And now this, we've got to stay inside and yeah, that is weird. the home. Crazy how fast it changed, but it, you kind of think about like the whole snap thing. It's like not not like we're going through anything near that, but like it makes it feel like what 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 if what if something crazy like that happened? It makes it feel more real. Like you connect with it more. Is this your guy's favorite Marvel movie? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, no. It's like I. Third or we fourth, maybe. Again, we were out. I can explain why again, but um, yeah. for me, what's your what's your favorite movie? I know it's Captain America something. <laughs> uh, probably Winter Soldier. Uh, no, you know what? I, I lied. It's uh, it's Thor three. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. That Winter Soldiers two, and then Civil Wars three. How about you, Frank? It's very similar. Those are, to me, better. But I really love the conclusion of this. It was so good. I'm I'm probably going to say Endgame, mm-hmm. Avengers, maybe Far From Home, and then Ragnarok. There's so many That's good ones. I mean, it's really hard to rank them. It is. I mean, like, like with me being very biased of... Of Cap being one of my f- favorite Marvel uh, characters in the in, in the movie universe, I could easily put uh, all three of his movies on there. But Thor three is 
probably the the most fun I had watching yeah. a a Marvel movie. Fun. They really brought me out to uh, what's what's the what's the director's name? I don't want to murder it. Uh, Taito Watiti. Oh man, I fucking love that guy, and he's so <laughs> out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, when I, love I heard him. he was. Gonna, oh, uh, I, I, I thought when I heard he was gonna make Thor three, I was I was over the moon. I'm like, this could be this is either gonna be terrible, or it's gonna be fucking amazing. And it was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, love and Thunder too. I can't wait for that to come out. Well, uh, that okay. movie made me a fan of him. Yeah. All right, are we on six? Jojo. Yep, six. Uh, six, Jojo Rabbit. It's talking about Jojo. And oh, Jojo. Jojo didn't make it on my list, dude. No. Oh, know. man, it I was know. fun, dude. It was hard. Okay. I, had to cut, I had to cut stuff that I really enjoyed, like Ready or Not and Us. But there was so much oh. good stuff. But Jojo was unexpected for me. I wasn't excited to watch it, even though I became a fan of Taika after Thor 3. So um, going into it, we us three went together, and I, I just remember us having a really good time watching it. It was actually really emotional. It was really funny. The kids were excellent, man. I mean, they were, like, such great actors. So overall, it was just really good movie, man. It was. I, I wanted to put it higher, but it's just there was so much good stuff this year, like I said. Fun fact, uh, when we went to go see JoJo, that's when I... When you guys first told me about Parasite, mm. yeah, yeah, we started looking at all the stuff that was coming out, talking about Parasite and everything else. Like 1917, all that. That movie is a lot better second watching too. Uh, I thought Parasite? Uh, no Jojo. Oh Jojo. I I thought Scarlett should have won Best Actress yeah. on that. Yeah, 100%. she was damn good. She, she was, was really good. Range, she made me really care about the character and about the mom and all that. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's hilarious, man. I, that's why I had to buy that movie, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you, man. Five, Sonny? Uh, number five, Joker, is my number five. Cool. Yeah, I do I, I, I do remember on my original list, I think it was it was higher. But uh, yeah. looking back on it now, I, I still really thoroughly enjoy it. Um, but it is number five. For me, um, I, it actually so uh, just again, uh, Endgame is actually not on my list. Uh, Joker actually took the spot that uh, that the Endgame w- 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 uh, was actually in, and I think mm-hmm. my thought process well, for that was it again. It took 11 years and a shit ton of movies for to like Endgame to be as perfect as it was. Where Joker was maybe hyped up for a couple months, maybe three months, and then we come into it. And we get something that it feels original, but it feels like we've seen it before and it feels fresh, but also uh, nostalgic almost like mm-hmm. to, to a certain point. And the, the way the, the, the fact that they actually treated it like an actual movie first and yeah. the, the characters of the comics as just characters, not this is a comic movie. It's yes. a movie about a comic book. But don't um, take away Endgame that it took 11 or 11 years and 20 movies. Like, how many movies have we seen that the third movie completely sucked? <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. 3. Even the oh, second sure. one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but, it but, took but, but, so but, long but, to get it, and they actually hit it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. They, they hit it out of the park. But you, but you have to watch. Uh, you don't have to necessarily watch everything, but the payoff. Your investment level. If, you, don't, if, if yeah. you weren't invested in the whole time, you won't get that same impact. Where Joker, it, it's a standalone. So far, so far, is a standalone movie. But for me, again, 
I, I it, was, it was really hard not to like put it like number one because of like mm-hmm. the, the emotions of certain scenes and characters. But when Cap raised, you know, the, the, the hammer for the first time, that was a long time uh, building up to, to, to get to that moment. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got, I got a tear in my eye. Um, so, but they still <laughs> hit it. Like, it's oh, no, hard no, no, to again. even hit a movie. It's easier no, no, to I, get I, lucky. Sure. No. Again. I, again. I, I agree with you. It, it is as perfect as a as a film can be, especially with all the baggage and 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 the opportunity of messing it up really bad. It, it was damn near perfect. But yeah, I for me personally, I, I had to take out the fact that if this was a standalone movie, if I only saw like the Spider-Man movies and maybe the Captain America movies, it wouldn't have the same punch to as, as it did. You literally have That's to watch cool. every movie. I think it is. Not every, not but a lot. I, I mean, lot. I mean, I mean, being uh, being nerds, we obviously have to watch it all. But I mean, like, if you're only watched like a handful, like two, three movies, you the, the payoff would nowhere be the, the same as if you invested the the time and energy in yeah. everything that came out. But my thing is, watch, you are a you comic book reader, and you did watch Endgame, and it hit all the points. How did it not make your top ten list? <sighs> I don't like, know. You're not someone who didn't watch a, a handful of them. You actually watch all of them. Mm-hmm. So, I think okay. So, I, and and this is also a, a cautious choice because I'm 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 weird like that. I I haven't seen Endgame since since theaters. I haven't watched it at all. I don't um, think I've watched the whole thing. I I pl- I plan whenever I am able to have kids uh, to actually I want the second time I watch it I want to watch it with, with them as they see it the first time, but. Again, like I, I did enjoy it thoroughly, but I didn't. I, I thought about certain moments in, in in the film, but I didn't think about the whole movie for like a couple of weeks after it came out. Like I thought about Captain America raising the hammer and a couple other scenes, so on and so forth. Yeah. But with my top five, I thought about these movies for a lot, and and in some sense, I, I'm still thinking about them now. Like I want to watch everything that's on my top five list, like right now. So. So it was like rewatchability made a big impact on your list. Yes. Um, w- w- with the exception of my number three spot, uh, I-, I-, I will watch number three a couple times more. But um, to me, when I left the theater for my top five, I I thought about them for a couple days, a couple weeks. And even now, like lo- looking at my list, now, I'm like, shit, that was a really good movie. I, I-, I want to sit down and watch it now. Endgame, I love it. It mm-hmm. made me feel things like, uh, again, I, I I I think I think it's on the first series of our podcast. I was not a fan of the first the Avengers movie, part two. I, I liked a little bit more, but it was pretty. You were a great. fan of the first Avengers movie? <laughs> yes. And oh, I think you uh, were, man. Yeah. I don't remember you. No. I don't remember you saying no. Yes, I I remember that very well. You're like you son of a bitch. I'm like what? I'm sorry. I just, the first <laughs> Avengers movie. Oh, oh well, yeah. I don't want to, but fun man. But. Uh, no, uh, what you thought was the first Avengers movie? <laughs> I honestly, I I don't want to say bored, but I was like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, like bored. the the stuff with like uh, uh, Banner, Banner and Stark were were awesome. It made me laugh. There were good scenes in it, but like the second time I saw it, I actually fell asleep. No lie, like the second time I watched it, like, is it over yet? Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, that um, depends on when you watch it and stuff like that. I don't know if it's oh, like the movie oh, yeah. putting you to sleep. Uh, it, it is because because again like I came out of theater like that's good. 
Oh, man. What are we doing on this podcast? So you put doing a- Hustlers. Do- Hustlers made it, but Endgame didn't make it. God, oh, I mean, I it's like completely forgot about that. Hustlers made it, but not Endgame. Yeah, it's insane. Super movie dude. made it. Oh again, no! Uh, oh, no again, man. Like my top ten is based off of like, will I watch it again? How many more times? Like Endgame again. Endgame I love, but I, I have to Marvel movies. But I have. <laughs> I have to reserve Endgame for a very specific thing because if I watch it too many times, it's still gonna be fun, but it's it's gonna lose the the the. For the, me, the, like the edit. list is really about enjoyment. Whether I'm gonna watch it 20 times or one time, it's about like the emotion, the enjoyment, the uh, the craft. Those three oh, sure. things are what put no, it and, in the list. And, and again, I agree, but like, because again, I, I if you ask anybody about their personal top 10, it's different for different reasons. For me, that plays yeah. a part. Like again. Like again, like me, the biggest factor is the fact that you have to invest a lot of time to watch Endgame, where all these films like, you can. But it's about you personally, though. Like this oh, exactly. is your personal list. It's not like you're yeah. trying to recommend the movies. Pretty, like yeah, if you're I, recommending, you're gonna say like, like you know, if if it's like if you're trying to make a recommendation list, yeah, maybe Endgame's not on it because it has 22 movies of baggage. But if it's like oh, yeah. your personal, like it, it just makes it seem like. Marvel means nothing to you in your life, so that that's what that's why me and Manny are like, what, what? <laughs> again, that that's and again, like that's completely fine. Like I love Marvel movies, but if you give me a Overlord, a uh, Ready or Not, Overlord, or, I like, Ready I'm gonna watch love. shit out of movies and I'm gonna enjoy them every fucking time. And 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 sure. like, for me personally, like someone who has always wanted to make movies, who who made short films as a kid from like age like between the ages of like eight to like 12 uh yeah. movies like the evil dead or overlord uh ready or not make me want to like finally them. stop stop being pussy and actually chase my dream and actually like, make bro, a movie evil dead stuff like yeah. that yeah yeah like, like like the marvel movies i love them because i i read those things as a kid and I'm like oh i remember this that was awesome it was cool yeah. to see it come to life but i'm more inspired by like again the, the, the those b movies and stuff that really gets me hyped because Again, like I love cinematography, I love camera angles, I love sure. practical effects. Like that stuff draws me in more than a- anything else. And Endgame, again, if this was like, if I really followed my heart, uh, fuck, I think like right here now would be like two, like two, Endgame would be three, and it, it like this list would be completely different. But for me, my, every time I do a, a top ten list of, of any year, it's more of rewatchability, enjoyment, and how and and how like I would do say I like the rewatchability part. I get you because I can't sit there and watch Endgame like ten times. You know, like can't. for me, yeah. I don't think the theater experience can ever be replicated. Like it'll never be that good again, right. even if I sit there and watch it really intently, like in my living room quietly and pay attention to the whole thing it's never going to reach what it was in the theater but i mean i still i can't deny what it what it meant and like how good they stuck the landing and everything so for me i'm not saying like it's it's a shitty movie i'm saying it's it's damn near fucking perfect i know that it's just we can't wrap our heads around the list because like like, if it was that good then why is it not on the list like Nolan movies, I love Christopher Nolan. I love his movies, but I can only watch Interstellar so many times. Oh yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, like I watch, I can't I only watch night so many times. Um, so like, like my pure enjoyment, uh, Endgame goes one. 
what since this is my top 10 films of 2019 i i've, I've seen all these films more times than i've seen the end game for me personally i will probably end up watching these more than the end game uh end game was so special when we saw it in theaters like i i i like i there was like legit like there were tears in my eyes like uh when he said uh <laughs> the Avengers assembly, when he lived yeah, like I, I like I like I cheered like I, I stood up to Yeah I, I like I was so fucking happy <laughs> and like I, I always remember how I felt watching it in theaters. Me too. And you were happy watched... enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it... let's go. That's number five. Uh, <laughs> the tech came off and everything he, he was hot and heated and ready to go. My number five is once I'm playing in Hollywood. Uh once Upon a Time in Hollywood by uh, Quentin Tarantino. And yeah. uh, talk about rewatchability. This is probably the only movie on my list, maybe with Joker, uh, one of the movies on my list that I watch at least five times. And I just had it going on in the background. I don't know why, but yeah. like I could just have it going on in the background and I'll just sit down Fun. and watch it. And that's one scene that I, I watch. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, it probably right, should make it bigger. I could probably switch it with another movie that i have on the list and i probably yeah. should but we'll just keep it how it is now mm-hmm. um once upon a time in hollywood it's probably one of my favorite movies of 2019 yeah. um and it does have that rewatchability 100 percent, and it's just fun to watch every single time cool man yeah i love that movie uh, number five avengers endgame not gonna retread the ground there but um it meant a lot to me and uh, the emotion I, I usually don't feel a lot of emotion in movies like i will enjoy them but i won't feel anything too deep but with this it just struck so close to my inner child and stuff like that with growing up with this stuff and the way they, they executed so number See, five, for me like these marvel movies man they do hit a chord for me like every single time you know like they the do spider-man they actually seeing my superhero that i love on the screen yeah, yeah. in real life and all that so well the, the know, point that's like, awesome about it is that everybody else in the world finally sees why we like this stuff when we were small like when we liked it nobody liked it but now that everybody likes it we're like see i told you so like you know kind of idiots <laughs> so let's uh let's frank let's change it up you say your number no wait yeah what number are you on number five uh, right four. you say you're number, four. number four 1917 um I couldn't believe some of the sets. I was really impressed by them. I just couldn't believe it. Like I was like, "How did you create this?" Like, uh, and then the whole um, the one shot thing was incredible to me. Even though you could, if you really look, you can figure out where the cuts are and where the magic is. But if you let yourself enjoy it, you can't believe that a this was real. This is something that happened. You know, maybe not this particular story, but this setting and this this uh, conflict in the world is something that really happened. And then the way they were able to recreate it and tell you a really amazing story with the music and the characters and everything that went into it. Um, so number four, it was almost higher, but there was so much good stuff that it's at number four for me. My number four is Joker. Joker. Um, Kind of going off what you guys have said in the past. Um, it, it was kind of like a original story on a character we already knew. Um, I remember even watching it with Frank. Frank asked me, this is Gotham City, right? I'm like, yeah, it's Gotham City. 
I, it was yeah. one of those movies like you could even tell if it was a DC movie, which was pretty cool. Walking uh, Phoenix, probably one of the best Jokers out there. Um, I'm not ready to compare Heath Ledger to him because they're they're two different Jokers, man. Like you, you mm-hmm. could compare. I feel like you could compare Jack Nicholson to Heath, but it's not fair to compare those two to a Walking Phoenix character or a Walking Phoenix Joker because it, it also depends what kind of Joker you like. Do you like the gangster Joker? Do you like the crazy Joker? Or mm. Do you like the realistic Joker? So, um, yeah, and I like too that it kind of still showed you the batman side of things mm-hmm. even though everyone complains oh we have already seen batman's parents get killed however many times <laughs> like i don't yeah. get sick of it really man if you could tell me a fresh re- uh, fresh story on or fresh retelling of it yeah i'll eat it up and I'll well the way they intertwined it, it with him you like yeah. what you said in the theater really stuck with me and like you're i didn't even realize it but you're like they were born on the same night and i was like oh yeah. my God damn it. And they're, like, and they're all, they were, and that's the beauty of Joker and Batman is that they were yeah. always opposite of each other and they're always kind of mirroring each other. So it's perfect that mm-hmm. they were both born on the same night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, the, the, the one problem I have with it is like, you got to ask yourself, how old is this Joker to Bruce yeah. Wayne? Because this Wayne's like eight years old. Is it really the Joker and kind of stuff like right. that? Um, You're like, how could they uh, fight in the future if he's 60 and he's 30? <laughs> yeah, and that's where you can kind of tell. And this is another movie. I really like movies where it has different layers. This movie you can have a different layer. Like, yeah, maybe he looks old because he's telling the story while he's older, and that's him in his head how he looks now. Yeah, you get me? Like he yeah. can't when he was younger. His origin has always been clouded. So you know, yeah, yeah, I could see. Yeah. So that's my. Number cuatro. Sunny. Sunny, number four. Uh, number four, Climax. Um, this is a French film. Uh, and I mean, I, so I guess just give a quick uh, synopsis of it. A dance troupe uh, decides to hold a party after uh, three days of, of, of practicing. And during the party, someone laces the punch with uh, LSD. And holy shit, does this movie go fucking balls nuts? Tell me um, the title again. Is it IMAX or what oh, is it? Uh, this is actually a 2018 movie. I think we have a penalty. No, it came out 2019. I'm looking up 2018. What is it? Uh, what is it um, called? My 2019 list said it came out uh, 2019. September 19, 2018, France. We're in France? Movie, the fucker, we're in the US, United States? Well, it's a French movie. But it is like US, U.S. release was 2019? Limited March, March 2019 in the United States. It said, yeah, it was at the film festival in 2018. Mm. So you oh. could, unless you go there, you can't really watch it. It's okay. Just give oh, it a yes. <laughs> Climax, uh, I think, has the best soundtrack of 2019. Um it is a very, it, it's a very sensory visual film. Uh, it, yeah. it, again, there's really no story besides they're at a party and they all get drugged and it they get they get they get bad side effects and it just mm-hmm. takes you on this like I guess the way you guys felt about um, Uncut Gem, I guess is the way I wanted to feel about it. But this like you're on your seat because you don't know what's gonna happen next. You don't know 
um, how, how they're going to react to it. And again, some are mm-hmm. violent, some are not, some are tripping balls. It, it, it's such a, such a trip. Like, so it, like, it, it, it kind of reminds I, me of Midsummer, what you're saying right now. Yeah. Like I, I really can't get into it. Cause again, like it, it's something you have to experience because again, there's no story. It's a very visual movie with, with, uh, again, with probably the best soundtrack I think of 2019 and yes, it's 2019. Did you watch it? Um, in, uh, Subtitles or did you watch it? Um... Subtitles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's the studio's A24 as well. Yes. A24. Oh, okay. Yeah, and A24. they're really known for like producing the indies. indie horror or not not indie horror like um, art house horror movies. So. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah. This. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have like, to check that out. It's actually on uh, Prime Video. I just looked yes, at it. Yes, on Prime. Uh, like I like I, I I listened to that soundtrack for like two weeks straight in, in my Damn. car coming back to work. Um, I've what seen it, it like three times. Or what is it? What's up? Is it like synth or what? It, what kind of music is it? Uh, it's like um, synth tech dis- disco mix. It's really there's like a Jesus. Daft Punk the songs uh, on there. There's there's a bunch of like top artists that like uh, do songs on it. Yeah. It's great. Um, I'll check it out. I, I, I mean, you can check it out. I don't think you might like it for certain <laughs> reasons. We're not gonna see on air, but um, yeah, um, check it out if you can get get past it and you know be okay with it. It, it is again, it is very very visual heavy film, and I, I imagine if someone was high watching this, they probably lose their shit. <laughs> so you can you watch out. this more than Endgame? Yes. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. I don't know. I mean, it sounds interesting. I would at least try it. Yeah, I mean, try it again. This is this this is a movie I would not recommend to people because I don't know how they're gonna take it. Some I think some might be like in the first five minutes, man, this is a piece of art. This is dog shit, and some be like, wow, this is really great. Uh, Your whole list was about recommendation. No. No, he said it was based on just film. He said it was based on film, like. The craft of it and, and making him inspired to make movies okay yeah yeah this um again like this is a again this is one of those movies i wouldn't recommend to anyone just anyone like i would have to know what you're really into and i'm not sure if you'll like it but check it out like you might be surprised so i might check it out especially if it's on prime yeah so yeah that's that's my seen the, i'm watching the mysterio scene on my tv right now and it looks beautiful. Especially when he, bu- when he busts out the uh, the zombie Iron Man, I was like, "Wow, he's really yeah. trying to get at get at this kid, man." <laughs> All right, Sonny, uh, say your number three. Uh, Nineteen seventeen. Um, to to go off what to go off what Frank was saying, um, I think I I think while that movie was playing, I I spent so much time looking at at the background of the, uh, of all the sets. Just like looking at all the little details that were in it, and um, this is like when, when people talk about a movie being a, 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 a like a, on the edge of your seat thriller. This is what they're talking about. This uh, it, it just keeps going and going, and and again, like it, it is awesome to, and also very sad and terrifying to see that no man's land is this pit of just dead bodies and and mud and barbed wire, mm-hmm. but then right behind it is green, like just fields of green. Green grass, uh, yeah, it just it's just beautiful. And then on this side is just death and tragedy. Um, 
the um, and again like again uh, again going back to other things I like the cinematography was gorgeous in this thing the camera work the the way that it felt like you were literally like the third man in in a group like yeah. right behind them um that the now I I don't know if we saw it in in, in the IMAX theater with with, with, with the uh, with France on and everything but it, it sounded wonderful and yeah I was gonna ask you if you guys saw an IMAX I think you guys did see it in IMAX. I think so. Um, I, I want to say yes, because it, it, it was sound- the. It's not the Navy Pier IMAX, but it's you know the AMC IMAX. Yeah, which was still it, it, it's not the curved screen, but it just it, 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 it's a bigger screen with a really good sound system. Yeah, no, it was excellent. Yeah, this was uh fantastic. That was number three for you. Number three, yeah. Okay. Nice. Right. Yeah. My my number three is Uncut Gems. Um. Just because I wasn't really expecting it to go where it went, and I wasn't like I wasn't expecting it for it to grab me and like really care about the character like I did. Um, so it was fun, man. The music was awesome in that movie. Um, Adam Sandler was good, um, and I think he just played a good like sleazeball in that movie. Yeah, he was. I, I, I enjoyed his acting. He, he should have been nominated at least. I don't think he should have won. I think that should have gone to who it went to, which was Joaquin. Yeah. Um, but now it would been good. I will say this movie will probably drop down. Like, I could easily see it. Re- I should probably replace it with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even, like, have that one as number... I don't know. But it was good. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 it held up to where I thought it was going to be. And that's a lot why of the top two. five are interchangeable. Because it's yeah. tough. It was a good year. I feel bad that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a little bit lower, like number five, because I watched it so much and it was so easy to watch and I had a fun time watching it. The only time I didn't have fun watching it was at um, Music Box. That was the only time I didn't have fun watching it because that, yeah, that theater just made me sad. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Uncut Gems is number three. All right, man. Three for me, Joker. You guys pretty much have said everything that's really good about it. Um, so say something new. The reason it's not higher, and I almost put it lower, is it's kind of depressing. Because it's like, I can't really... Yeah, it is. I can't keep watching it. Like, it's just too much. It's really heavy. But it's it's so good. And his acting is beyond incredible. Like the little a, stuff, too. Like, he writes with his right hand when he's Arthur. But he writes it with hmm, his left hand when I he never turns into Joker. And I he, never and, noticed and, 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 it happens right on screen too. It's one of the first scenes where you kind of see it. He's in the kitchen. You're kind of far away, and he's writing the joke. And then all of a sudden, he kind of like something changes in his head, and he changes the pen to his left hand, and he starts writing the rest of the joke on his left. I never hand. freaking noticed that. I would have never noticed. Like I could have watched that movie ten times, never noticed. Would have never noticed. Yeah. And that whole journal is him writing in there, which is awesome. Yeah. That was all him. Uh, all right. Say your number. Are we in top two now? Yes. I I I have a feeling we might have all the same number ones. Uh, number uh, two, I, Frank. I, I, number two, Parasite. Oh nope, we don't have the same. I really like Parasite. Um, more than I thought I would, and it was just really original. I mean, the way that their their family was able to con everything. Found it really interesting. Um, I, I have liked this director in the past, but I never thought he was like a prodigy or like the most amazing thing since sliced bread. 
but I thought his movies were always good. Um, I'm glad he got recognition. Definitely glad about that. Um, like I was telling you guys, I was just as happy for this guy as I was for Del Toro when he won for Shape of Water. Yes. Um, yes. Because I like to see the underdog win. But not only that, it's definitely deserved. The movie is incredible. It was extremely intense. And I just didn't expect to feel what I felt. And I thought it was really good. But um, number two, just because there was another one that I enjoyed more. But I'll talk about that one later. Uh, number two for me was 1917. Um, I didn't. I think Sonny brought up that he it, he felt it more of a, of a like a thriller thriller kind of movie. I didn't really feel the thrillerness in it mm-hmm. until until maybe the, the the scene where it's all dark and the church scene when it's on fire. Maybe that's the one scene that I kind of felt. There's too many scenes where it starts up and then goes down to be a thriller. Um, but just the simple fact of it one shot, and that's all I heard from you guys that's filmed at one shot, that really intrigued me. And yeah, you kind of have to really look at where it, it, they cut it and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and the practical effects were good in there. Even the effects that you thought were practical aren't practical. So uh, that's even cool. And that even kind of like Joker, all the blood in that movie is not real blood, it's all CGI which is mm. pretty cool. And like this know. one, like, uh, yeah, in 1917, the, everything looks so real, like to, um, the church being burned down. That wasn't really on fire. It was just kind of like a way in the CGI was put in there, mm. but the whole other scene, like Violet said, it looked fake. I'm like, well, no, that's kind of how it would look if it was all dark and there was a flash, like a, like a flat or a flare going up in the sky. So yeah. one of my favorite movies, um, did she like it? Yeah. How did, what did she think of it? I think she liked it. Yeah. It was early uh-huh. on in our in our quarantine that we watched that movie <laughs> when it came out, and uh, she yeah. watched it. And I, I think she left, but I stayed with it. Sure. But she liked right. what she said for the part she saw. That was my number two. All right, number two. Are we on one? Uh, uh no, not yet. Um, <laughs> my number two is Jojo Rabbit. Is, All right, nice. Is, Yes. Um, Why did it go all the way up to number two? Whew. Man, it, it, it struck a chord. Like, when it was funny, it was hysterical. When it was, when it was sad, it was depressing. Yeah. Uh, and when it was, in, like, intense, like um, the scene where he's talking with his mother about certain things, like, that, that, that scene was intense. It felt real. It felt like, yeah, this, like, you're in, like, you're, like, like it, it, you're you're around the kitchen table as they're having this talk. Like it to me just hit all, all, all the beats, and uh, when it was meant to be a certain thing and feel it, I, I felt it. Um, yeah. And and uh, again, um, I'm not too well versed in I guess uh, this subgenre stuff. Where, but it was really cool to see uh, World War Two, especially towards the end, uh, through the eyes of of kids. Mm. And to see how they kind of like dealt with certain things and how they uh, in their mind played out certain things. And, and it was just and it was just really interesting to see how like children, even during wartime, they tried to find some kind of coping mechanism yeah. or something like that. But even that, like the war affected everybody. And even, and even the, the brainwashing thing from the kids perspective yes. was interesting, yes. too. Um, yeah, I, it, it was it's a damn good movie. Um, it was good, man. Absolutely. Like, 
Yeah, uh, again, um, she should have won for, I think, supporting actress 100%. Um, yeah, this movie, it uh, again, it just, I I felt things that I usually don't feel in films, like, um, like I'll feel happy or pissed off in a movie, but rarely do I ever feel, like, compassion and do I feel what the actual character is feeling. And this movie just it hit all those boxes. Every the emotion that I had was, was in this movie. So. All right, man. Yeah, love that movie. All right, we're going right. to number one. Number one. Who's up? We'll go, Manny. Uh, me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Parasite. Parasite. The hype loved up to it, man. Loved <laughs> up to it. Um, from that one moment in JoJo, we were watching it. I still didn't know what this movie was about. Yeah. Didn't really want to go into it. Was it a horror movie or whatever? I'll just wait. Right. Um, right. I didn't even wait to rent it or anything like that. I bought it. I pre-ordered it. And then the moment that it came up, we watched it. Um, yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome movie. It definitely yeah. made me look uh, subtitled movies in a different way. Um, sure. I watched other movies like El Oil or The Hole on yes. Netflix. And that was supposed to be on subtitle. Or if you know Spanish, you can watch it. Um, so it kind of opened my eyes to a different kind of realm of movies talking mm. about realms god of war you should play it sunny um <laughs> but uh it was really really good especially the ending that almost kind of i guess you could say for you. what it's a lot of talk for a man that didn't even bother to, to finish the game for two years it's a lot of talk hey man like, it's I, a lot I, of talk. I, I at least i finished talking it. a lot of shit though you're talking you a lot of shit pick it up. you're watching old mma movies and not watching endgame again and yet you're not playing god of war uh, but Parasite lived up to its its kind of flair, um, especially the end, kind of yeah. like took me off completely. And I liked the story how it progressed. Like I mm-hmm. could tell what was gonna happen, but still the characters were so good that I kind of invested into them. So that's my mm-hmm. number one, Parasite, 2019. Nice. So uh, my number one is Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep, number one. Yes. Doctor so Sleep, Parasite that's, that's didn't even make it on your list, huh? I haven't Did seen you it. watch it? Oh, okay. You haven't seen it? <laughs> no. Mr. Movie Guru? You haven't <laughs> seen the movie that won Best Picture? Yeah, I, I think, so I I think I'm waiting oh. maybe, no, because the, the, the hype was so big on it. I don't want to again like the, the hype could live up to it but I, I I've gone into movies where like this is the best thing of all year and I watch them like it's good it's not great or I, eclectic, man. <laughs> you know like I I really wanted to because the the the, 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 the 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 director a uh, parasite I'm a, I'm a big fan of um it, it again like again like uh, like uh, for uh, uncut gems like to me like I, I heard a lot of people's like overhyped and this is a great damn movie you need to watch this watch watch mm-hmm. and I watched and I was thoroughly disappointed and I don't think I'll be disappointed in Parasite but I'm just I'm, I'm waiting for the right time because again it, it's subtitled so I have to actually focus on the movie I have to read everything and again <laughs> like I, <laughs> I know it's weird because like I uh, over the past three, four years, I, I've gone very custom of m- multitasking while playing yeah. a game, watching a TV show, or catching up on movies, or you know, listening to podcasts and music, doing a lot of um, multitasking. But I, I want to sit down, I, I want to watch it, I want to enjoy it, and I, and again, I have to read all of the, 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 the subtitles because again, this isn't like a martial arts movie where 
you can just watch the action and don't really care about the story. I, I have to pay attention. So that again, mm-hmm. I guess that's my excuse for for not watching it. I, I, I it's on Hulu now, so it's e- easier really? for me to watch. yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it's easier to watch it now. So I, I am going to watch it soon, but. I mean, you had God of War next to your PlayStation 4, and you still haven't played it, so there's no hope for that. So actually, it's not uh, next to it; it's like stashed away. So it's uh, <laughs> stashed away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when you do those, uh, let us know. Um, but, um, Doctor Sleep again, just because I we went on a weird tangent there. Uh, Doctor Sleep is my number one movie of 2019. Very surprised. Yeah, uh, super. I I love the shit out of this fucking movie. It was uh, great, man. I liked it a lot. I loved it so. Is this your fanboy talking? No, like I I I read the book. I, I thought the book was good. It, it wasn't great. Um, I, I I was excited when when it came out, and yeah, like because again, like you can really see the the love that the guy had for the source movie material and, and the time and the effort he made to actually make a really good film instead of just something that was a, you know, a quick turnaround of like, Oh, it's mm-hmm. kind of shit, but I didn't really care about it. It was a paycheck. Um, like the, yeah. the, from beginning to end, like I, I, I was hooked uh, on the movie. It was great. Um, yeah. Like, like I sat there and I won't say I was in awe, but I sat there with certain scenes and certain, uh, um, uh, certain um certain things in the movie that made me go like wow uh that is fucking awesome to watch and uh like i guess like the it's not a dream sequence but there's something that goes on with the character that takes them somewhere else and that like yeah. was to me was like awe-inspiring i was like wow was really cool i want to do that like it's like i like i don't know how but i want to do that like i, I want to learn how <laughs> i want to know what they did you know to do this and that um oh, okay yeah and the uh, and again the the, the the story is really good. Um, um, I mean, I, I honestly, I could probably sit here and talk about this movie for like for like hours and hours of little details and characters and all this kind of stuff. But in a nutshell, um, it, it it had my attention from from as soon as it opened to, to as soon as, as soon as it ended. Uh, love the characters. I love the the the, the setup, the the pacing. Uh, the, this whole movie to me was very good, and I won't say it had like a soundtrack, but the the music and the the ambiance in the background really uh, uh, helped mm-hmm. the movie like reach a whole new level. I think so. It was good. I wanted to fit it in ten, but it didn't make it. Yeah. All right, number one for me. Once upon a time. Really? I, I wasn't. Yeah, Parasite uh, didn't even make your list, huh? Or did it? Yeah, it was number two. Okay. <laughs> um, once upon a time, I wasn't looking forward to because I was really into what Tarantino was doing with Hateful Eight and Django. So I wanted to more of that. And when I heard the synopsis for the new movie, I wasn't excited. I I am a fan of his, of course, but I just wasn't excited for the movie. But when I finally saw it, I, I really enjoyed it. And for me, it was just the most fun thing and it's kind of like it dives into his mindset of as far as like his knowledge is so deep about all this stuff and like old hollywood and all that stuff it's kind of just kind of incredible what they pulled off with the sets and um i looked at some of the the uh extra features where they were showing how they built these sets and they they closed down the businesses and they try to recreate them um how they were before so they would like they would take the real shops but they would put new 
new paint on them basically like put the old signs up and stuff like that so i appreciated all of that and it was probably the most rewatchable movie for me of the year kind of like manny you watched it probably more than me but i still just had a lot of fun watching it over and over the uh leo and and uh brad those two guys were just they were like undeniable together like they're just really fun i bought them 100 percent. like i bought what their friendship and their relationship so i just enjoy the movie a lot Number one. Um, uh, that movie really wasn't the movie that I thought it was going to be yeah, when it first came out. And when they announced that, I thought it was going to be a lot more with the ma- uh, Manson um, mm-hmm. killer yeah. um, killers. Um, but it wasn't. But it still mm-hmm. was good. That was the surprising part of it. That yeah. didn't make your list, though, right, Sonny? Once upon uh, a no, time, it, or did No, it didn't. Man. Why? I don't know. Um, I think that... I don't know. Um, I there was a, better than this? If there was a top twenty, would you would it be on the list? It would be eleven. Probably. <laughs> it would be eleven. Um, maybe even ten if I was to like really just like sit down and make a hard choice. But uh, yeah, again, like I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was weird. Like uh, I uh, I've seen some clips or, or some 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 videos on YouTube talking about the uh the idea and the purpose of this movie stuff like that and it gives me a a different um the the um, appreciation for it yeah but i still feel like this was a weird number nine for him to make since he's because i i do feel like he will be i will he, he will stick with his word and only make 10 films mm-hmm. or, or, or or like 10 10 main story films because kill bill one and two are, are are one movie they're just split split in half um yeah, again, like I really enjoyed it. I thought uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was great in it, uh, especially yeah. uh, where they're um, they're they're on set to film that TV series. Like that that whole thing was yes. fantastic. Um, yeah. Um, no, again, like I really enjoyed it, but I, I'm still conflicted on like why did you why why out of everything did you make this? And and again, I understand why because he loves. I can Hollywood. see why. He loves the. Um, the uh, the way stunt men were like treated back then, like 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 they were rock stars. Like mm-hmm. they show up on set, like I need you to jump off of this building. Well, you give me this much, or I'm walking. No, no, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Okay, sure, no problem. <laughs> like, like like they were badasses because yeah. no one wanted to jump out of a building, jump out of a moving car. Nowadays, it's a lot safer. Again, like it's not perfect. Like the still a lot of accidents, man. I've heard a lot more accidents right? lately. But back, but back in the day, it was just I'm gonna take some pills and I'm, I'm, I'm good to go, <laughs> you know. Yeah. The, the, you know, there wasn't that much padding. There was just like I'll fall off of that. You'll pay me. Fuck it. Okay. Well, if you watch that uh that recent Netflix series where they're talking about um old movies and how they were made, they were talking about Home Alone and how the stunt yeah. actors were really like slamming their backs on cement and yeah. stuff like that. And that's why those those scenes worked because you could feel the impact, man. Like I was like, yeah. you know, at the time you don't think about it, but that stuff was really happened. So it's yeah, like, I remember. Um, uh, back, uh, I forgot what documentary I was watching back in the day with the old westerns, when they would fall off of horses, like going to 20 miles an hour, they they would literally hit the ground, like <laughs> going 20 miles an hour, like like there was no padding uh, underneath the dirt or anything. Yeah. They were they they learned how to fall, but they were still falling. So yeah. it was like. So like so that's why compared to what mm. we are to where we are today and how it was back then, there's a big difference. Yeah. So 
Well, do we want to do worst movies real quick? Just like rapid fire, don't really talk about them, but just yeah, say yeah. What, what did you hate? I think I think real quick, let's just say our lists ten to one. Sonny, you go first. Again. Yeah. Uh, from ten to one, uh, Hustlers number ten. Uh, Ready or not is number nine. Uh, number eight is the lead of Battle Angel. Number seven is the Highwaymen. Uh, number six is Booksmart. Number five is Joker. Number four is Climax. Number three is 1917. Number two is Jojo Rabbit. And my favorite movie of 2019 was Doctor Sleep. My list, number 10, Ready or Not. Number nine, The Irishman. Number eight, Spider-Man Far From Home, which it should be a little bit higher because I'm watching it right now and I'm still loving it. Number seven, Us. Number six, Avengers Endgame. Um, Number five, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number four, Joker. Number three, Uncut Gems. Number two, 1917. And number one, Parasite for me for 2019. Mine is number 10, Alita Battle Angel. Number nine, Uncut Gems. Number eight, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number seven, John Wick 3. Number six, Jojo Rabbit. Number five, Avengers Endgame. Number four, 1917. Number three, Joker. Number two, Parasite. And number one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. And then who wants to go with Stinkers first real quick? I'll get mine out of the way. Um... The worst three things for me were Dark Phoenix, Men in Black, Rambo. Oh, wow. Okay. That all makes sense. Did not enjoy them. I, I love the other stuff in the series, but this was just like shitting on all of that. So yeah. I did not enjoy those three. I hear you. Uh, my sinkers was number three, Triple Frontier. Horrible at the end. Just threw me off. Number two, Dark Phoenix. And number one, Glass. I didn't... Oh, yeah. Glass was a stinker, man. Yeah, Glass was a stinker. Killed the hype on Split. Oh, my God. Oh, damn. Um, what was that other one that you had on there? The uh... Triple Frontier. On, oh, yeah. That was, was a Netflix movie. I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. That. It was bad at the end when uh, a certain character... <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Oh, yeah. The way... Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Sonny? Yeah. Three um, hours. My three worst is um, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I didn't like it. It wasn't too bad. I wouldn't call it a stinker. Nah, no, it was no good. I mean, I didn't want like uh, like like uh, like Frank's list. I saw I saw parts of it and I heard other things. Uh, I, when I hear a bad movie, I, I I tend to avoid it. But Hobbs and Shaw for me, it was a letdown. I guess. Yeah. Was, uh, I was expecting something different, and it was it was decent a watch, but yeah. Eh. I wasn't into it. Um, mm-hmm. Number two is Z- Zombieland Two, and mm. um, uh, I the last it. what was the last one? Oh, it was the kid. Is my last one for twenty nineteen. What is the kid anyway? <laughs> you <don't... laughs> so I watched it because you said it was the best western. Oh, past five that years. one. I didn't even like, say that. I don't remember you saying did. that. You did say that. Well, even if I did, it's still not like the worst movie. I'd have slapped you red, boy, I'll tell you. Give me give me something that you thought was an honorable mention. Give me, give me one. Uh, what do I have on my list? Um, the kid wasn't that bad. I, li- I kind of liked it. Eh. Uh, oh, see, 
Start the mention for what? I mean, like the whole year. Like what? Did, what didn't make top ten, but you wanted to put on the list? Just one. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And many. Ah oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. For me, it was Ready or Not. I, I wanted to fit it on the list, but I, I, there was too much good stuff for me. Sure. I feel like I had a movie that I said that was honorable, and I didn't say it. I, I'm looking at them right now. I don't have one. Fair enough. Fair enough. I feel like I should have one though, but I don't have one. I feel like I'm unprepared. <laughs> no, we didn't really. We didn't really ask about that before. It was just kind of a last-minute thing that I threw in there. <laughs> I'm trying to look through them real quick and see. Even though we're uh, kind of did you did you like Doctor Sleep? I thought you enjoyed it, so I thought maybe it would be. I, but it's not. It, it. I don't think it's anywhere near my top ten. I don't That's think fair. it's anywhere near it. I mean, it was. It's just one of those movies that you get mm-hmm. a sequel for an old movie, and it did its job. Like I appreciate it, but. Yeah. It's not going to be on, I will mention. Um, and I guess I don't have one. Well, yeah, let, let us know on the next show. We got another yeah. uh, episode coming out next week. Maybe we follow up with you. Yeah. Um, so that is our uh, top 10 list of 2019. Uh, 2020 is going to be interesting. Yeah, I was going to think about it. See how that turns out. Um, We're not going to have any movies to watch. everything's theater Um, at home i don't know what we're gonna watch like i said it's gonna be interesting to see how this year shapes up um yeah with these uh trying times currently but yeah uh i had i had a fun time talking about our our list Uh, you guys might have been heated at at me which is not fair but it was fun no it's like more like just surprised because we're like we thought you liked a certain movie and then we're like oh I didn't make the list come on I gotta make the list but I think if you think you built your list on a certain thing then it, it makes yeah. more sense uh, again but, this um, is my like like this is my personal top ten list it's not like like I, sure. I don't know I guess what des- like what deserves to be on there because I mean if, if it was like what deserves mm-hmm. to be on there my number <laughs> eight nine and ten would not be on there um, yeah. I just went pure enjoyment. Like, I didn't think yeah. about, like, the craft. Like, for me, like, if you look at Avengers Endgame as number five, I know it's not the, <clears throat> it's not, like, the cream of the crop as far as the craft of filmmaking, but I, I just enjoyed it so much that it made right. it that high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, is there anything we want to add, uh, anything on, on, on this episode, anything, or do we have um, an idea? I, uh, I was looking at some of the analytics right now, I and mean, I know we're, like, series three and people are probably like these assholes again like (laughs) (laughs) but uh anyway i saw that we got i think six downloads on the on the episode one and we got 30 views on the youtube so maybe people are liking the the video aspect of it that you could watch it i i know i've been doing that for certain channels like um certain podcasts that that publish their video onto youtube i kind of watch that in the background so maybe people are liking that, but um, that is that is pretty much expected, especially as a first. This is basically you could think of it as episode one all over again, because yeah. you know we we kept starting it over. So I know it will grow as time goes on, and I've I've seen a lot of good growth on uh, our Facebook page. So if you want to interact with us, we we put some questions on there sometimes, and 
um, you could always let us know what you think of the show and stuff like that on the Facebook page. Yes. Um, any any ideas for what we're going to do next week, or are we going to take care of that off there? Probably off air. off air. I don't think cool. I got so. the the show in my head right now. Okay, yeah. that's cool. But so it's always going to be fun nerd out stuff that we talk yeah, about. That's episode two. So uh, it was a good show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we definitely have fun doing this uh, with our new f- f- format layout to it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're hoping to hear you guys. Hope you guys come back for uh, episode three. And uh, and, and like Frank said, uh, any feedback is is good feedback. So. Thanks again, guys, and hope you guys have a good one. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. That's our show. Later. 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 Later.